0: Hi Maya. Hi Eric. I'm in the driver's seat this week, which is pretty interesting.
1: I know we have a special episode where Eric is going to try and tell everyone what's going on with Big Brother.
0: I have resolved to return to the podcast this week with vim and vigor because last time I did, I was very low energy. I was I was a very low energy Eric. Yep. Um, I think that uh, each season when I watch this show. Uh, it's a similar roller coaster like trajectory where I'm excited before it starts. And, uh, you know, the descent rapidly happens basically after episode one. And then I'm in the depths. And that's where I was last week. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Uh, and I think that the reason I'm back is because each season I start rooting for people. And then those people are eliminated immediately. <laughs> and then I start rooting for the demise of others. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now. Yep. Uh, so the, show, more be- in the, of the <laughs> show has become more exciting for me. Uh-huh. Um, well, we've had a lot happen since the last episode. Um, in the last episode, <laughs> that was when Janelle was... The
1: last episode of our podcast. Last yeah. episode
0: of our podcast, okay. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: All right, who's H-O-H?
0: The H-O-H is Enzo. Uh-huh.
1: Who did he put up on the block?
0: He put up Kaser and uh, Kevin.
1: Uh huh. And then who won the veto?
0: Uh, well, it was a real nail biter between Kevin and David. Uh, which was ridiculous because they had an agreement beforehand where if David won, he would save Kevin. Which
1: also saves him.
0: Which also saves him, yes. And we thought that would be amazing because Enzo would have to put up someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, And Enzo was talking all this smack about how he wanted to take out Ian and was maybe thinking of putting up Ian if something were to happen, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. And then, of course, there was this, like,
1: Wait, are you going to talk about how Kevin and
0: David were squaring off? That's where I thought you were going. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. I was moving too quickly. But, uh, (laughs) you know, they had this competition where everybody's hanging from these ropes and they're shooting goo at them and stuff. And um, it came down to Kevin and David. And they had that agreement. And neither one of them seemed to understand...
1: That there was a difference between the two.
0: Yeah, like they didn't understand anything beyond the like surface level of that agreement. And David was like, "I want to win this so I can prove to the house that I can win right. a competition." Both of
1: them were saying they wanted to win because they had something to prove. Yeah, but there was actually something at stake. Right.
0: Which would right? They if it, they did not understand that like they did not understand what was at stake. And they ended up being in competition with each other. And then I think
1: my opinion is so David ended up falling and then Kevin won. I think if I were David, I would have pushed harder to make Kevin drop because then they would both be safe. Right. Right. Like if Kevin and David are forming the start of a little alliance, you would think that Kevin would want them both to be safe, especially because Kevin shouldn't be feeling unsafe this week because he's why. Why should he feel safe? Oh, because, well, I guess, yeah, he maybe didn't need to feel safe. He, we know he's safe because he's not anyone's target, but he right. probably should not have felt safe. Yet. I
0: know, but the thing is, that would require them to understand that second level of, like, like, David is not thinking that far enough ahead, you know? He's not thinking that far ahead in the game. Did you
1: see, by the way, there's somebody running David's Twitter account? And David, whoever that is, keeps apologizing for how stupid David is being on the show. It's really
0: funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I would be shocked if David was smart enough to log into Twitter. Oh, my
1: God. What about when they, well, this actually, this, I think this was something I saw on Twitter and it hasn't aired yet. Okay. But um, Tyler asked David what his IQ is.
0: Oh, yeah. And David
1: immediately said 187. And I saw this really funny tweet that was like listing the IQs of all these, like, like who was in mm. there? Um, who's that smart space guy?
0: Stephen Hawking mm-hmm.
1: and it was like Stephen Hawking is like 160 <laughs> the and it was smart
0: like, space guy
1: my IQ is not 187 I'm the first <laughs> to admit that
0: okay anyway
1: that was funny um
0: yeah I think that um like not to go off on a David tangent but like even at on the first episode you know they they showed him and he's like I'm in a new phase of my life. I'm living in Los Angeles and I'm working out. And they showed him like running with a weight vest on the <laughs> beach and stuff. Oh, yeah. The guy clearly doesn't work out. He yeah. like ordered that on Amazon two days before they were going to shoot his intro because he wanted to look like tough. It, sure. the, the guy's a joke. I, he's anyway, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so
1: that was the veto. Kevin yes. won.
0: Kevin won. Uh, he took himself down. Mm-hmm.
1: And meanwhile, Danny also became a potential target once they knew that oh, he had to replace right. someone with Kevin. Yeah. Which was hilarious because last week they had this whole segment about how Danny and Nicole are like BFFs and inseparable. Yeah. And then Danny forgot that she's in a, in a secret alliance that Nicole isn't in because she's in two six six six-person alliances. Yeah. One has Day and Bay and one has Christmas and Memphis. Is that right? Can't remember who's not in the other one. And clearly Danny can't either. Yeah, because Day and Bay said they wanted to have a meeting with Enzo and the other people in their alliance. So, Danny went into the HOH room where Tyler and Nicole were sitting. Yeah, and went up to, and Tyler I think covered it really well. But she went in and she was like, "They want to have a meeting." And Tyler was like, "Who? Like a house meeting?" And Danny was like, "No, like Day and Bay want to have a meeting." And Tyler was like. What do you mean? With who? And Nicole was just sitting there like... I don't even know if Nicole noticed what was going on. No,
0: she did. She said she was like...
1: Well, she was like, that was awkward.
0: No, no, no. Then they showed her talking. um, But that was
1: after Tyler said, I think she slipped up. I think she like...
0: No, but remember then they... I don't know if it was in a confessional video or she was talking to somebody else. She was like, Yeah, Danny came in and like clearly slipped up about something.
1: Nicole said that? Yeah. Oh, good.
0: So I so, still think
1: Tyler might have explained it to her, but
0: maybe I, I still I think the cat is out of the anyway, bag there. And
1: then Tyler told Enzo. Yes. And then the two of them were considering putting, putting her up. And we were like, Great, maybe Enzo will make a big move. Yeah. He was talking a lot about making big moves. Yep. And what happened?
0: Absolutely nothing. Uh, so Christmas. You know, comes up to Enzo and says, hey, you know, if you want to put me up as a pawn to make sure we get rid of Kayser, the most inconsequential person in the house. Kayser,
1: by the way, was the first one out in the veto.
0: Yeah. Kayser, even though I love Kayser and like because I became a Janelle fan, I want to support Kayser. His game sucks. Yeah, he's not. He sucks. There is no reason to gun for him. Yeah. There, there are so but many this people... Is, did
1: you read that TV Guide thing I tweeted today? No. There's this TV Guide article going around about what a disappointment this season of All Stars is. Yeah. And it's all about the old school versus new school way, way of playing and how New Big Brother is all about like um, being petty and making things personal... And they're like, old big brother. This is why I'm so excited to watch season six with you, like the good stuff. Yeah. Because they're like, old big brother. Nobody held a grudge. It was understood that it was a game and everyone right. was being strategic and it was never personal. And that's why you always had the opportunity to like switch alliances and switch up the house. Right. And now they, all of these new school players think that the way to play is by like being loyal, which is like being in a big alliance and like anyone who comes against that big alliance gets literally like bullied.
0: Yeah, the, yeah And then totally. they get kicked out of the house. The, yeah, yeah. The, That's the thing, like, uh, I thought Janelle was really great, but, like, her and Kaser, like, Kaser doesn't even show the potential for having a good social game. But
1: Janelle and Kaser, I think, were laying low because in old school Big Brother, it's, like, you don't expect a huge alliance to be formed. Exactly. And you're, like, you're trying to get to know everybody and you're trying not to draw attention to yourself. Yeah.
0: And the, the, the reality is, I was thinking about it over the past few days, like, every season of Big Brother that I've watched, basically, um with the exception of the very electrifying Paul seasons was like basically follow the same format. Yeah. And the format is the thing that I'm having trouble like kind of pinning down.
1: Yeah. You should read that TV guide article.
0: I should, but I, we've been describing it and Michael has described it as like the bro alliances. Yeah. It's not exactly the bro alliances. What it is, is it's become the new real world. Like that's what occurred to me everybody kind of on the first day looks at each other and the people who would like qualify to be on the real world where they're like the young kind of like sexy people, they all like like come together into a, a group. And like they're the ones who – like there's shifting of loyalties, but it's always that core group. Like the people who get picked off are always the well, ones who – They're the
1: different ones. Exactly. It's just like the normal. Oh, you don't mean the show real world. You mean the real world.
0: No, I mean the show real world.
1: Oh, because I was going to say it's like the real world. Well, also that. that. Yeah. Where it's like you've got these scared, like people who are used to being in the majority and they want to stay that way and they don't trust people who are different than them. Yeah. But you know what's fucked up is it's not on day one that they choose that. Apparently, like every season, all of the house guests are like pre gaming and like making alliances before they even get in the house. Really? Yeah.
0: Here's what I think. I think everybody, they should do a season where every contestant, I mean, I know no one would watch this, but every contestant needs to be, like, 40 years old.
1: I know. Well, that's what All-Stars should have been.
0: Yeah. I've been also thinking about this.
1: You sound very old, saying that you want to watch a TV show with only people who are above 40.
0: Well, also, I'm I'm very old, and I understand that. But I'm thinking of, like they need to bring in people who don't have, who who are, who are not subject to those social pressures, you know, yeah. like you're, you're but watching even, the same alliances. If they, if
1: they had two or three people who were young, hot people, that's fine. Yeah. You have to have an even distribution of types yeah. of people. You can't have two or three black people in the house and, it, or like, one or two gay people, like, of course those people are going to be targeted because they're different.
0: The alliances that you watch play out over a season of Big Brother are the same alliances that you would watch out watch play out over a single night, like, in a bar or a club. Can we go back to talking
1: about Christmas?
0: Okay. Um, So Christmas comes in and is like, hey, Enzo, if you want to put me up as a pawn because we're we're all gunning for Kaser, like, that's cool. And she thinks this is a huge game move for her uh, because she's done... Literally nothing. Well, she
1: thinks okay. She thinks she's solidifying her her um final two with Enzo, and she also, which I think is silly because that was he clearly already is like he's in with love her. with her because well, he's a he's
0: a fitness freak and remember well, anyway. he was like I don't want to die fat.
1: Anyway, also I think that she she wants this on her resume because the more times you can say you survive the block, better. If you're if you get to final two, yeah, the thing is, I don't think that it's it's not worth risking it. I think that's stupid. I also think it's stupid for Enzo to risk that if he really wants Caser to go home, like well, sorry, I guess that is a good move if he wants Kaer to go home, but I don't know why he wouldn't backdoor a bigger threat who's not in his alliance. There's so right. many options also Tyler so clearly is ready to get rid of Danny, and I think would have backed up that move.
0: Why are there so many people in this all star season that are clearly just like pity second chances and not all stars got
1: COVID
0: maybe like also I was thinking today about big brother and I was thinking the value proposition for like repeatedly like taking part in big brother is not great you know what I mean like like if you're oh, like
1: being there on the
0: show yeah like if you're Paul or even Janelle like like if you're somebody who's been there like all these times there's no like secondary, you know, we were talking about this the other day. Like there's really no secondary marketplace after you leave the show to make more money. Like you're not yeah. going to be on there's
1: a chance to win half a million dollars,
0: right? But and you're you to be
1: kind of famous for a second,
0: kind of famous. I would say not famous at all. Well,
1: it's not getting, but like America knows who you are for a little bit. So um, people are into that.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you've got nothing else going on, it's, it's something worth doing, right? What but other like, topics
1: do you have to cover? Okay, anyway, I'm just uh,
0: sorry. I was thinking high level. Um, so uh, other topics are... Um, if you don't
1: have any, we can just move on. I don't questions.
0: have any other topics, okay. unfortunately.
1: Well, what do you think is going to happen tonight? So it's now Caser and Christmas on the block.
0: Yeah, is going to go home, and yeah. then uh, it's going to be a super uneventful episode. Who
1: do you hope wins HOH this week?
0: Um I uh, Hmm, that's a good question.
1: Here's mine. Ian, I'd be fine with. Yeah. Devon, I'd be fine with. Maybe Bailey, but she's she thinks that she's in with that alliance, although I heard from the live feeds that she might be catching on to that deal that that she's low in the totem pole there. Yeah,
0: I think uh I'm, I'll keep that to myself. I I cannot stand her. Here's the thing. After that whole bit of her, Here's like, talking down to Kaser.
1: The, on, on Big Brother Twitter, because, um, again, we don't watch the live feeds, yeah. but apparently there have been many great positive interactions with Kaser and Bailey that they didn't show on the show. Okay. And everyone is a little bit concerned that, they're, that they are using this as an excuse to do the whole, like, um, angry black woman narrative.
0: Huh. Okay. Um,
1: so I do think we should be sensitive to that portrayal. Of I don't the- think
0: Bailey is an all-star. I think, I she's, think, I think she's a pity inclusion.
1: I think that's fair that she did not super impress us last time she was on the show. Yeah. And I don't see her making great game moves. I but... mean, she
0: made a big splash in terms of like personality on the show. Yeah. But she was not a good game player. Yeah. She was useless. However,
1: she almost won the veto because yeah. she's a yoga instructor and she's clearly good at endurance comps. Okay. She just needs to get her head out of her ass and realize that that alliance is not, does not actually have her back
0: yeah i think her also i
1: told you i saw um swaggy tweeted that bailey is fucking up by not trusting all these people who are trying to help her
0: yeah um well
1: anyway i would like ian or day um i'm honestly like kinda now that tyler has gotten past the janelle and caser thing kind of on board with tyler because i want to see what he would do like i actually do think he's a good game player
0: yeah, I just don't like him and I want to I want someone I to root like for him her. In this season. I like Davon. I yeah, I would love to see her. Yeah. a remaining front runner. Yeah. Like she's the only person on the cast that I could root for to win and is then now way, I'm rooting for people to lose. Is
1: there a way that you could get on board with Kevin? Like maybe you can just lean into his whole deal.
0: I don't know. He'd have to he'd have to I don't. Like maybe
1: you can just decide you really like people who who cry dramatically. I just
0: that. don't like his like his his only social game is just this puppy dog bullshit. And then in his confessionals, he's like super outlandish and sassy and talking about like moves that he's making. And it's like, no, you're not, man. You're just okay, walking around this? like how Eeyore. This? How about
1: this? Yeah. How about if you become a genuine, unironic David fan and you really start rooting for him? I can't do it. I think it would be funny. Like, what if you just decide to, like, to root for David?
0: You ever see the gif of the guy in, like, the slam dunk competition who runs and hits the mini like the mini trampoline, and he just goes, like, halfway to the hoop and then, like, does a belly flop onto the floor? No. That's David's life.
1: <laughs> we, he might be totally normal outside of Big Brother. I feel like he's just, he's, like, every decision he makes, like, digs him deeper into a hole. I don't know, man. Um, uh, Bobby Wonderful and I were messaging off... Uh, offline the other day. Who's Bobby Wonderful? That guy who keeps calling in. Isn't that his name? Don. Don Wonderful. Um, Anyway, he was messaging me and he was, you know, talking about the odds as one does. Yeah. Um, And he's he said something like um, he mentioned David's odds. And I said, listen, buddy,
0: put a thousand dollars down on David.
1: David's odds are zero. And he was trying to explain to me, like, that's not how odds work. As long as he's still in the house, it's not zero. And I was right. like, I need you to understand. There is a. I understand how odds work. David has a 0% chance of winning yeah. Big Brother. Zero. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's why I think it would be funny if you, if you were, like, unapologetically, like, a David super fan.
0: He's got to do something to bring me around.
1: He almost won that um, veto.
0: I need more than that.
1: What about when he was yelling at Memphis in that competition? That was
0: funny. If if he brought like he does
1: have that like he's got that wild card streak.
0: If he brought K, if he screamed in every physical competition, (laughs) I would I would root for him. Okay, well I think
1: he should be on your short list. He's one of the few remaining people. He's gonna have to make.
0: He's gonna have to do something bold for me to get on board. Well, let's
1: keep him in. Okay. Okay. All right. Should we see what our voice message? Yeah, let's do it. I think you're doing an okay job driving this podcast. Okay,
0: thank you. Not I not the
1: most organized, but better than I expected.
0: That is way better than I thought my assessment would be. There you go. Thanks.
2: Hello, it is Michael. I have just a few things to go over. So when I said I'm... When I compared Janelle and Kayser to Cody and Jessica, I did not mean it as like them. I meant their game and the mob mentality of the house and everybody just deciding to target them that's what I meant, I'm not, in no way, I, it is disrespectful for me to compare the two, I apologize, the corn maze has been pretty good, yeah, school's online, so I actually have my, um, desk, yeah, so it's made out of corn, I have actually my corn desk, um, it's actually, it's one of a kind, so not many people own it, because I made it from scratch in my own corn maze, I have my corn laptop, um, and it's great, I'm figuring out the corn wi-fi system how to make it but other than that i'm thriving watching big brother and that's all have some corn for dinner everyone
0: michael i accept your apology (laughs) and also i i can't believe i didn't think of this before if everyone who listens to this podcast which is a lot of people i think we have Something like two or three times the listeners of Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> if we all eat corn for dinner, we might be able to tunnel Mike out of that thing. No? that.
1: Well, we would have to figure out where his corn maze is and eat that corn. We but if we... I'm just
0: saying, if we create such a monstrous demand for corn, eventually...
1: I don't think he's lost. I think he just lives there. He oh. can get out, I think.
0: Oh, I thought he was trapped.
1: Is that the cannon?
0: Yeah, I thought he was trapped.
1: I thought he just chose to live in a corn maze. No,
0: I think he's in a maze, and can't but get then, out. but so why now, is he building
1: furniture? Then he must know where he like. That well, he can't get in a out. Static place, so
0: he's just yeah. He's he, put down roots. He's in got to live his life. <laughs> yeah. But if we got enough people out there shucking corn, because everybody out here who listens to the podcast is eating corn for dinner, eventually they're gonna they're gonna pull two stalks apart, and they're gonna see, they're gonna see Michael We're out there. See Michael
1: and his corn Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah, and he's gonna. It's gonna be like. It's gonna it's gonna be like Ferris Bueller's bedroom except all corn, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm imagining. I
1: was also thinking that's another thing you and Michael have in common because you're both building your own furniture.
0: That's true. I am uh, I'm learning to build furniture. If anybody out there who listens to the podcast wants uh, some custom furniture built, um, hit me up.
1: Can we please build <clears> something <throat> out of corn?
0: So I'm not that sure we- that. Corn is a good building material. Yeah, like
1: if you use the, um, what's the stuff that you peel off corn? The husks? I think you can build stuff out of husks. You know those like haunted dolls made out of husks?
0: Well, yeah, you can make do- like you dolls. Can make, like a
1: haunted of- table.
0: I'm not sure how you scale up from doll to table. Me
1: neither. You're the genius. A
0: lot of dolls. Glue them all together, I guess.
1: There you go. Haunted doll table. <laughs> Every time we have a conversation with Michael, I always think about how uh, confusing it would be for a first time listener of this podcast. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm not even sure how to explain it. I'm not sure how we got into the corn maze in the first place.
0: I I don't, I don't remember, but it is funny. Yeah. You can do a deep dive on our podcast and find out, I guess.
1: Yeah. I think it's like two years ago. You got to <laughs> go back. I'm not sure. Um, well, I, uh, I think that's nice that, um, Michael apologized to you for, for mentioning Jesus I was really about upset about
0: that I know it re- it reactivated my TMJ and I've <laughs> been very upset
1: we really do try not to talk about Cody in this house
0: yeah Um no uh no I understand where he's coming from Uh he's sort of talking about their isolated um, deal in the house right yeah
1: I wanna um, I feel like we still haven't heard much strategy talk from Michael this season and I wonder if that's because like do you think he's tuning out of this season too because it's stupid
0: um, or maybe, do you think
1: it's just like it hasn't the season hasn't gone enough that there's interesting stuff yet?
0: I mean, admittedly, as listeners, and you know, I barely know what's going on in this show ever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to me like there's a lot of moves to be made right now. Like there's not a lot of like.
1: Well, here's one for you. Okay. This is all the stuff I'm hearing from the live feed. Okay. Um. So everybody's mad about everything about this season. Sure. The like, viewers. And there have been two instances where people tried to communicate with people inside of the house. Do you know this? No. So I think like a week ago-ish, there was a, um, I think they call them like yellers outside of the wall. Wall yeller, I think they call them or something. Okay. Wall some, um, Where somebody was like, because everyone knows where the, like the set is. Yeah. And somebody um, was outside the wall and yelled something about how Nicole and Cody are running the house. And like everybody heard it. So that happened. And then apparently, I think just in the last day or two, I think someone like flew a banner over the backyard that said that Nicole is a liar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do love that Nicole has become this like super villain that everyone hates. Um, Because I was I was really on board with her at first because she's just cute. And she's
1: not cute. She
0: has great hair. She's like this little munchkin with great hair. I mean, you don't think she has great hair?
1: I I don't know.
0: She's got great hair.
1: Okay.
0: But she sucks. Yeah. She's a terrible person and a shitty game player. She's like, you know, laying in wait. Lying Do in you wait. you know this is
1: the yeah. first season? This is, I think, her fourth season on the show? Third or fourth?
0: No. Third season on Third, the show. Third,
1: yeah. Um, and this is the only time she's been in the house without a showmance.
0: What was her first one?
1: She's had three showmances. What? Yeah, because on her first, I forget what order they went in. I think the first time she was on, she dated Hayden. The second season she was on, she dated, I don't remember his name. I want to say, oh, Corey. And Corey and her and Victor, I think that's his name, her yeah. fiance, Yeah, were all on the same season. And I think she didn't start dating Vic until after the season ended. Weird. So she's actually da- I think that's how it went. She's been
0: laying in the hammock with, uh, what's his name? Who, Cody? Co- Cody, yeah. I mean, there you go. Yeah, hand check. You know, let's let's lift that blanket up. You are all about
1: hand checks.
0: Well, you know.
1: I mean, one time it did pan out.
0: (laughs) I am just ready for hand job gate two. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, I think that that about covers it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I Uh, think we, (laughs) Michael. Sorry, sorry, we went on a little bit of a tangent there.
1: Michael, tell me more about what you're seeing on the live feeds and tell me some strategy stuff that Eric doesn't know.
0: And I'll just be sitting here making little Nicole dolls out of corn husks.
1: (laughs) Should we start selling those on a website? (laughs) (laughs) Just like Big Brother voodoo dolls made out of corn? (laughs) (laughs) Michael can mail us some corn and we'll start a a a haunted corn doll empire.
0: Yes. I'm going to make nothing but um, Nicole and Paul, obviously. You're
1: going to make a Paul voodoo doll?
0: No, just like Cornhusk dolls, you know? Okay, they're not haunted. They're not they're not haunted or anything. And then Kevin ones. <laughs> so it'll be like one with really Wait, big Kevin, hair. This Kevin
1: or Kevin, your old no, man? No, my friend? the
0: old my old man friend. This mm-hmm. Kevin. Uh, yeah. uh but I want I'll have one one doll that's got big hair, and then another doll that's got a long tank, and then another doll. <laughs> uh, like wrap. a long tank and a chest tattoo, uh-huh. and then another doll that's wrapped in saran wrap. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> This plan does seem like a natural progression. When you put all our interests together, that really makes sense. You'll start
0: an Etsy store.
1: All right. Well, um, for all our fans out there, if you're interested in in this variety of corn dolls.
0: Or some shaker furniture, you know, just hit us up.
1: What's shaker furniture?
0: It's just a style of furniture that I'm currently learning to build.
3: If you want to purchase something that Eric handmade, you let us know. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Hi Erica Maya, happy late wedding anniversary. Conga- Congratulations on four years, you guys. That's really awesome. I'm so happy for you. Um, thank you for asking how my life is going. It's actually going really well. I do have a low immune system, so I do have to be careful, but August has been a really great month for me. I also celebrated an anniversary with my boyfriend. We've been together for three years. I'm still trying to get him into Big Brother, so we'll see where that goes. But um, I am going into my junior year of college, so I'm really excited about that, and I'm also going to be celebrating my 21st birthday on Monday, so the next time you guys hear from me, I will also be very wine drunk, so (laughs) it won't just be you anymore. Um, I honestly really want to know more about the feud between Janelle and uh, Nicole F., because they were on amazing race together like they were on two separate teams but they were on the same season together so I don't know if something happened between the two of them then or like what happened but I gotta go have a great rest of your
0: Brooke you look amazing stunning um I wow so much information there uh I too would like some information about the rivalry between Janelle and Nicole um but before we get to that Congratulations on your anniversary
1: and birthday.
0: And birthday, I hope, I hope it. I mean, in the time I know it's COVID, so things are tricky. But I hope it pops off. I, I already hope,
1: did. It was this past Monday. I
0: hope it was wild.
1: That's why she said when she calls in tonight, she'll be drunk.
0: Oh, sorry. I've... Comprehension. It's yeah.
1: well. Speaking of COVID, I just want to say that if coronavirus puts a finger on Brooke, I'll I'll burn this whole planet down.
0: I have, been, I have been, I have been exacting some vigilante justice on the world ever since COVID started. When I see someone not wearing a mask, I punch them in the mouth. And now, every time I do that, I'm going to say, "This is for Brooke." All
1: right, relax. No, okay, that's okay. very nice.
0: But you're just bringing some some energy. Oh, sorry, I'm bringing too much aggression to the. Yeah. Okay, so so I'll say, hey.
1: People are listening when you scream into the microphone. I know, but doesn't
0: doesn't it balance the levels? (laughs) Um,
1: No, I think the Janelle and Nicole thing, it seems like what happened is they were like acquaintances outside of the house, which Nicole interpreted as them being friends. She had invited Janelle to her wedding. And then what I heard is as soon as they got into the house, Nicole started talking shit about Janelle and then couldn't handle it when Janelle fought back.
0: Yeah. Do you think, like, Nicole's one of those people that has no friends at all?
1: Yeah, she just has, like, boyfriends.
0: Boyfriends and, like, acquaintances. Yeah. So she's like, I thought we were friends. You know, she's yeah. got that, like, pinched nose. She's like, I
1: thought we were Have friends. Have we ever talked about what a good impression Janelle does of Nicole? Because it's really good.
0: No, I I, I don't remember her doing. She
1: just does a really, like, unafraid, nasally impression of
0: Nicole. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's good. Um, I'm very surprised that. Brooke has a boyfriend who doesn't watch Big Brother What's
0: that about? Uh, well you had a boyfriend who didn't watch Big Brother for but a pretty long time now I time. have a
1: husband who does watch Big Brother
0: Yeah you turned that boyfriend into a husband And It I took a so. long time for me to start Watching Big Brother I guess So you know it's a process
1: Yeah. You
0: gotta chisel away at him
1: yeah. Break him down I guess um, And
0: maybe by the time you do the show will get good again
1: Eric, what did
0: you do on your 21st birthday? Uh, I went to a bar. Um, a friend of mine took me to this bar, my friend Clint. Uh, he took me to a uh, a gay bar in Naples, Florida. I can't remember the name of it. Something like the Captain's something. It was like nautical themed, you know, because it's on the beach. Yeah. And uh, we walked in the door and Clint yelled, it's my boy's birthday. hmm and there was a, a drag show going on where they were like doing sort of like cover songs, like show tunes, like interspersed with like uh, kind of like stand up, mm-hmm. like Borscht belt, sort of like, hey, hey, like lounge act kind of thing. And um, I drank for free all night long for hours. And uh, because it,
1: you're, you were tall?
0: I was a, I was and am a tall drink of water. And, uh, you know. I was a young buck, I still had that sparkle in my eye and yep. no more. um no no it's it died years ago yep. no, but it was it was a great night. It was super, super fun well
1: my twenty first birthday was <clears throat> a house party at the house where I lived with my uh I had like three roommates, yeah, and we invited like a hundred people. It was one of those like sick house parties that like Everybody shows up to. We had two different bands play in our living room. Wow. All of the guys who thought they were my boyfriends were there. Um, and the theme, oh, we did, it was like a prom theme. So everybody uh-huh. had to dress up like in prom dresses and suits. Uh-huh. And the theme was Paris under the stars. <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
0: That's awesome.
1: It was so fun.
0: Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a hell of a 21st birthday. Yeah. Um,
1: and then I never had a good birthday again.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, you've had good birthdays.
1: Nah. I usually cry on my birthday now. The thing is, after you turn 21, it just gets kind of sad.
0: No, that's not true. Really? Like, You're
1: not going to be sad on your birthday this year?
0: Well, I'm, I'm turning an age that we're <laughs> shall not going to... be named. Shall not be named. But <laughs> all through your 20s, those birthdays are great. You're just, like, killing it every year.
1: I feel like once you... Because my sister's going through this right now where she's, like, mid-20s. And she's, like... I think that's when you start getting all existential about it. Where you're, like, oh, God. Like, you just keep getting older, you know?
0: Mid-20s is when you, like, play act that existential stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not real until later. Yeah.
0: And then, like, once you hit... The, like, you like I would say 21 to 25, it's just, like... It's like Mardi Gras. It's just nonstop. It's great. And then, like... Starting at 25, you pretend to care, right? And then you sort of stop caring around like 28, 29. And then everybody's like, Whoa, you're turning 30. And you're like, Yeah, I should care about that. But you're like so in the mode of not caring about it that when 30 happens, you're like, Oh, that was fine. And then that, like, you're, I agree.
1: 30 is not yeah. that bad. It's the 30s that are rough.
0: Yeah. Then like 31 happens and you're like, Whoa.
1: I know. What happened? That's when you have the realization that it, it keeps going up. Yeah. Because everybody only worries about turning 30 and nobody realizes yeah. that there's more numbers after that.
0: Yeah. When you turn 31, you're like, I was just 24. Yeah. What happened? All, everything in between is nonsense and bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
1: So I think what we're trying to say is, Brooke, enjoy these next few years. Yes. And then once you turn 25, um...
0: Just remember that it's still cool.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, and I feel like someone would say that to you, Eric, right now. Someone who's twenty years older than you or thirty years older than you would be like, you know, you were in the prime of your life.
0: Yes. I do feel as though I'm in the prime of my life. You do? No.
1: I mean your neck's all fucked up all the time, I don't know.
0: Listen, I hurt my neck a little a few (laughs) weeks ago. Just sitting there. I was just
1: (laughs) totally normal.
0: (laughs) I was just sitting there and all of a sudden my neck hurt. (laughs) And then it was injured for two weeks. But, you know, other than that, I'm totally fine. Sometimes when you're my at an advanced age like me, you brush your teeth and you're laid up for three weeks because you hurt your neck.
2: Yep.
1: Okay, we have one more voice message. Yes. Brooke, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm so happy that you were born. Happy anniversary. Here's to 21 more years of watching Big Brother together. Yes.
0: I can't wait to celebrate your 42nd birthday with you. <laughs>
1: Season 900 of Big Brother. Do you think Julie Chen will still be hosting in 20 more years?
0: Julie Chen Moonves? Yeah. Yes. I think so, too. Do you think her name will be Julie Chen Moonves Price by then? No. No. Well, I mean, it's not impossible.
1: I would say it's the same as David's chances of winning Big Brother this season. So not not zero, technically. (laughs) Yes. But basically zero.
4: Yeah. Okay. Um, Bobby Wonderful here. Long time listener. Third time caller on this wonderful Thursday morning going into elimination night. Let's get right into it. We got the updated odds. The books are telling you Tyler's the new favorite at plus 350. What that means is a $100 bet on him would pay $350, followed by Cody and Enzo. We don't see any surprises there. David, Kevin, Kazar are the current long shots, respectively. We're still looking at Davon Rodgers and Anteria plus 1,000. That means for every $100 you wager you win 1,000. Let's get to some quick hitters. Shout-out to Clinton from Vegas. Shout-out to Jeff from wherever he's from. Last week, Maya, the term you're looking for is sportsbook or a betting exchange. Sarah from Syracuse calls it the dinner table because that's where we eat. Let's get a charity update. If Davon or Ian Terry don't win, I'm looking at the Northeast Boston Terrier Rescue for at least five figures, if you count the decimal point and the two numbers after it. If one of them wins, I'll match any donation the podcast host contribute. Godspeed and stay wonderful.
0: Um...
1: He lost us a little. Yeah,
0: so I should say that I didn't even make it to college algebra, but... That's true. So
1: I thought you didn't take high school algebra.
0: No, I took high school algebra. You didn't take calculus. No. I did. How did that go?
1: Well, I remember the... Coefficient for... No, what's the one I know? <laughs> um, um, the one that's x equals negative b plus or minus the square root of... A squared minus 4AC all over 2A? Pythagorean a? theorem? No, it's a different one. <laughs> we looked it up. Anyway, clearly I know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah,
0: obviously. So um, I understood what I think Bobby Wonderful was saying, or I'm sorry, Don Wonderful was saying that if he would either... Um,
1: if Davon <clears> or Ian
0: win, doesn't win? No, he was saying if they win, he will donate...
1: Five figures?
0: Yeah, because that's what he would be winning, and then, if they didn't win, then he would match whatever we we donate.
1: so if one of the two of them does not win, he'll match whatever we donate. Does he know that we don't fuck around with boss Terrier?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: Well, he's about to find out. yeah.
0: Um,
1: How much money did he bet did he really bet on big brother It's unclear it's <laughs>
0: unclear Don. Did you bet real money? (laughs) Is this real? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I I love the energy either way. Oh, yeah. I love all this. I love all this data. Yeah. Um,
1: I wish he had said he said David is a long shot, but I wish he had said how like he said you win 350 if Tyler wins on 100. But if I bet $100 on David, which I'm going to because now I'm team David. Yeah. Do I win like a million dollars? Yeah.
0: How much do we win if if we bet a hundred dollars on David? That's what that's what we want to know. Yeah. Um, because he's the lowest, right? He's got to be the end. Gotta be. Who else would there be? There's no Kevin.
1: Although now Kevin has won a competition. Ke- Kevin's
0: making more moves than David.
1: Nicole F. She's in an alliance.
0: Yeah, it's got to be David. It's he's the lowest. Be. So that is how you make your money.
1: Should we bet $100 on David? Yeah. How funny would that be? Because <laughs> then you'll root for him. Maybe this is how I get that
0: mm, situation. Right, illegal gambling. That's yeah. how you get me into the mix. Is it illegal? I'm sure.
1: Bobby Wonderful is doing illegal gambling?
0: Don. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's probably not illegal in Vegas, where okay, Don and Clinton live.
1: Clinton. We mail Clinton $100. We have Clinton legally bet $100 on David. And then we. No, we can't have a
0: trace. We got to send him $100 in gold bullion <laughs> okay. and have him cash that in. Okay.
1: Then he bets the $100 cash. Yes. Legally. Yes. On David. And then we give him 20% of the profits when we make a million dollars. Yes.
0: And we take it in a variety of cryptocurrencies. Yeah.
1: All right, Clinton, just send us your mailing address. We'll send you a box with some gold bullion, whatever that is in yes. it. Yes. I think we got this all figured out. Yeah. The perfect uh, crime.
0: We, that's how we're going to do it.
1: I'm always looking for the perfect crime, and I feel like I've really figured out. I think it this out. is it. Yeah.
0: Is This, this is like Ocean's 13? What's also,
1: that? if David's IQ really is 187, he's just been waiting to turn it on.
0: What if he's been a ringer this whole time? Yeah.
1: And he, what do you call it? Dog whistle? He's been dog whistling to us that he's actually a genius. Gaslighting. No, the thing where he's like, "We're picking up on the clues that he's actually a smart person."
0: Hmm. Maybe. Could be. That would be incredible.
1: If he was secretly a genius.
0: Yeah, if he was a ringer this whole time.
1: Well, it's funny because that's the that's the tactic that Ian is trying to do. He yeah. seem dumb when he's smart. He can learn a thing or two from David.
0: But but Ian's whole. Like a reputation is that he's super smart, so everybody's like, "Oh, it's the weird smart guy." Yeah, he's not dumb. He's just weird. Yeah, he's super smart. So we need to be afraid of him, (laughs) but he's weird and difficult to be around.
1: Yeah,
0: not a good strategy.
1: Okay. Well, um, should we watch the TV show now? All right, I'm ready. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you love our collars?
0: Um. I, I would say on a scale from
1: I already gave you the scale one to ten.
0: <clears throat> oh, okay
1: are you doing like Nicole F to Paul
0: no I was gonna say like from how much I enjoy watching this season to Paul
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would I would rate no on a scale of how much I enjoy watching this season to Kevin from Boston
1: mm-hmm.
0: I rate our callers of Paul
1: there you go there it is I like them more than you.
0: Well, I mean, I rated them higher than the chart measures.
1: I like them more than I like you.
0: Oh. I thought you were saying that you like them more than I like them. But you're saying that you like them you more like than... I you like them
1: more than I do. But I like them more than I like you. Get it? Didn't Bobby Wonderful to explain this to
0: you? No, I crunch the numbers. I get it. <laughs> I get it.
1: Okay, let's watch the show. Okay. Hold on, I'm trying to unlock my phone. Okay, bye.
0: Well, here we are again.
1: I just want to say I think David did great tonight. David? Yeah, my favorite house guest. I think he really brought it, and I really enjoyed all his moves tonight.
0: In what way?
1: I, I just liked everything he did. It made me happy. I love, I love watching the show, and I love watching my favorite guy, David, do stuff on it.
0: I assume he was just, like, walking around...
1: I genuinely actually can't remember him even being on this episode.
0: He was probably just, like, walking into sliding glass doors. Yeah, I do and
1: remember when they were explaining the HOH comp, he seemed to not be paying attention. Getting,
0: <laughs> getting stuck in the bathroom because it's a pull and not a push door, that sort of thing. Um,
1: Sorry, we're mourning a little bit. That's why we're... Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, shout out to Christmas for epic gameplay, um, as usual right she's an all- star I mean she are earned you, it are
1: you referring to the fact that she didn't hit any buttons and she won hOh
0: yeah she won hOh by sitting there like a bump on a log and then uh, you know she's an all-star because she did nothing the last season yeah, she was she on she broke
1: her foot last time yeah here's the thing about that competition is it rewards big alliances because the winner of each one gets to choose who goes up next yeah. Which is not great. Like, Christmas didn't... She played twice, and both times she didn't even have to hit the button. Dayvon had to play, what, four or five times because she kept getting targeted? Did Christmas play twice? Yeah. I th- yeah, because... Mem- yeah, she went twice. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, Day had to go a bunch of times. Yep. Um, and I also... I don't believe for a second that it was random draw that put Ian and Kevin up there. Yeah. And if they're going to, like, fake a random draw, fucking put Cody and Tyler up there so that people want to watch your show, you know? Yeah. Or put fucking Nicole and Danny up first. Yep. With random draw. Anyway, that was real disheartening that Day was in final two. And she was honest. She was like, she had her game face on. She killed all those other rounds. And then you could see she kind of like panicked. Like instead of counting. I I think if it were me, honestly, I know it's easy to say if it were me. But like after seeing everybody like pick the wrong answer so many times, I think I would have taken time to count. Because Christmas was about to hit the wrong button too. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody's losing by being too fast and not thinking about the answer. Yeah. Fuck, man. (sighs) Yeah. And I would like to reiterate that last week, Kaser came in second in the HOH comp, and the week before, Janelle came in second in the HOH comp. And if those three HOHs had happened, we would have a very different house right now.
0: Yeah. I mean... Uh, I wish I had something positive to say, but it just yeah, always I a seems like positive things to say. Okay, okay.
1: Um, number one, um, I think Davon is just a delight.
0: Yeah, she's she is. She's
1: playing the game. Yeah. She looks just amazing. She's yeah. being nice to everybody. Like yeah. that's who I want in the house. Yeah. So I hope I really hope she doesn't get targeted this week. And maybe maybe we'll see a Danny back door. You know, that would be great. Yeah. Um, another nice thing to say is Kaser. Hey, class act yeah as much as danny wants to pretend that he was disrespectful or whatever she said like i really loved that he said specifically that he didn't come back to win the money and he just wanted to be able to have those conversations for america and i really respect that yeah he just seems like a really good guy
0: yeah i agree and uh danny is gross
1: yeah how about when Julie said, "And that's why the fans voted you back in the house."
0: Oh my god! he, oh. he must have had a heart attack. Like the I way we did. I think I had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah,
1: I felt like I felt a.
0: I mean, you could see the look on his face. He was like, "What would?"
1: Why couldn't they just have pretended that that's what happened?
0: <laughs> yeah. Just why didn't
1: they just do that? Why didn't they just do a surprise America's Favorite House guest vote? Why? Why can't we have it? That would have been nice day winning would have made me so 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 happy. Here's another nice thing I can say. Today's episode had some actually interesting gameplay in it. Like I liked what Ian was doing. Yeah. That was like fun to watch. Yeah. I liked that um I liked that Kaser attempted to blow shit up in his speech. I don't quite think he did it, but Yeah.
0: I think um, he blew it by going too specific.
1: Yeah, because he, he was making shit up or I don't know, I think he does believe it, but it's like if you get one fact wrong, that's what everybody clings to and then they yeah. don't believe anything you said. Um, but I did, I enjoyed the gameplay today. I felt like people were like turning on each other. We got some interesting strategy showing up. So there is that. And we still have Ian. We still have day. That's it. But you know, that's a couple people we like.
0: Yeah. Not much to cling to. Oh, and David and David. Oh, of course. David
1: is going to float his way to at least top six.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's why I'm rooting for him. And he'll
0: get locked in a closet, and everybody will think that he got voted out. Oh, earlier. and then he'll
1: he'll come out, and then they'll have to let him play.
0: Yeah, like like they'll they'll get down to the final two, and then one person <laughs> will think they won.
1: Is this how David manages to win Big Brother, and we make a million dollars? Yeah, <laughs> he just sneaks onto the stage. Not like, sneaks. he will just... be like, I
0: slipped on a banana three weeks ago and passed <laughs> out in the in the sauna, and I'm back. What's up? And they'll be like, Who are you? <laughs> And it'll be like, I came here to play.
1: Yeah. Was that like an Elvis impression? No, that's just. I also yeah. want to say I really respect Julie throughout this episode for trying her hardest to build suspense. Yeah. You know, she's like, is Caser staying? Who knows?
0: Well, spoiler Will there alert. be
1: a twist that changes the game? Probably.
0: Here's the thing there's never a twist.
1: Well, there are twists, they just don't change the game.
0: Ever. Nothing changes the game. Everything you think is gonna happen happens.
1: Remember a season or two ago when they did the um what what was it called? America's Road Trip or something? And the house guests thought that people voted for the people they liked, but everybody everybody voted for like Annalise and Mickey and I forget who else, Jackson I mean. No.
0: Remember
1: that? And they had to do the thing in the chicken coop? Do you remember that?
0: Chicken coop. No. It all blends together for me, you know. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: Annalise. Right, well, who was Annalise?
1: She was the one that was hooking up with I think his name was Jack. It was on the season with Jackson and Holly.
0: Oh, was Annalise the the like
1: She had like dark Soccer hair.
0: player or something. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Is
1: that her name Annalise?
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Okay, well, do you want to sign us off for the night, Eric?
0: Um, and yeah. Final I, final words? I I mean, I wish that there was you know, some unexpected things that we could try to parse out here. Here's what we're
1: going to say. We're going to stay positive because Kaser had to actually live in a house with those people Yeah, and he stayed nice and classy and he focused on his family, who he loves and doing something nice for the world. And that's what we can all do too. Yeah. Just be like Kaser. And we're lucky that we got this shitty season because we got Kaser in our lives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're not going to remember any of these other assholes. Yeah. We're certainly not going to give a shit who wins. But we're going to remember that Kaser had an impact on our hearts.
0: Yeah. And if if you're ever walking down the street and you see that ramen noodle head walking down the street in the opposite direction, you just give him a stiff shoulder. You know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just crumple that skinny guy. Just destroy him.
1: Mhm. Well, we don't promote violence on this Yeah,
0: so. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, like, uh, you know, me- metaphorically.
1: Okay, this has gone on too long now. Okay, well,
0: anyway, uh, this has been another episode of Blood on on Their Hands. <laughs> you know
1: what it's
0: called? Uh, A Big Brother podcast.
1: You know what's ironic? What? Nobody's gotten any blood on their hands this whole season. Yeah, they never do. Sometimes they do. They used to.
0: They used to. Um, now it's just...
1: Hey, I have a thought. What? Do you think that we cursed the All-Stars season by changing the cover art on our podcast?
0: It's possible.
1: Should we go back to that picture of Julie? Yeah. I mean, you worked really hard on the cover
0: art. I mean, for like an afternoon. Yeah, yeah.
1: we Wasn't can try and cool. see if that changes things. Okay, that's fine. Give it a shot.
0: Um, anyway, uh, you know, I hope that uh, everybody who's listening to this is, you know, uh, I hope you got other stuff going on in your lives because <laughs> this sucks. But um, you know, we'll be we'll be back next week, right? Nope,
1: we're not going anywhere. We got nothing to yeah, do. Yeah,
0: this is it for us. Uh, <laughs> this
2: is the end of the line. Yeah.
0: Expect uh, the expected on Big Brother.
1: You have to stop recording after you finish. You just hand it to me and then there's this. Okay, bye.